You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 102. In this episode, I'm speaking to Star Casera about how she sold two businesses and started new ones to follow her passion. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Star Casera, who can be called serial entrepreneur because he has started two online businesses and sold them and is now starting a new venture with her true passion, the facelift diet. You'll find links to Star and show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 102. I'm so excited to be here with my friend Star Kazera and talk about how to pivot in your business because if I know anyone who's pivoted more than once and probably more than twice, it's Star. Star, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so good to be here. So we got to know each other when? It's three years? Four years? Probably. Yeah, it's nearly four, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Next spring it'll be four, because I think we met in B-School 2014, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we met at B-School, online uh, business program, and I quickly noticed Star. She kind of stands out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and we're both tech-savvy, so there was like a commonality, and we started chatting, and we've stayed in touch pretty much since. Lately, not so much because Star has gone a little bit underground and created a yet another business. But before we dive into your latest business, I want to talk about this topic of pivoting. I have a lot of listeners and, and those who will watch the video later on that are not happy in their business. They want to change. You know, can you talk about why you have done these changes? And, and Let's start with the first business you had or when we got to know each other or around that time, right? You had then another business. <laughs> I know. So my whole life is like one pivot, I swear. But yeah, so the businesses that I've had since I've been more visible and online rather than little businesses I had in my town. So when I met you, Sigrun, I just actually sold one of my businesses to pivot. <laughs> that was my first big pivot. And so you'd met me just after the first pivot when I was, I was kind of like a bit, what do I do now? I just sold a business. I had, you know, money in the bank. And so that's why I joined B-School. I was just kind of like floating around and I thought I'd have some purpose if I kind of joined at least a learning environment. And what happened was my first business was all based around my passion of skincare formulation. So, so, so my whole life, there's been a pattern of like, health and beauty like I've always been fascinated by health and beauty in one form or another so I love nutrition I love um, freedom of expression and creativity and I, I love uh, skincare and beauty and that kind of thing like organic holistic everything and so the business I've been in for the last few years has been business is the same business you're in which is helping women become successful with business but I kind of fell into that because 
really like my big passion is health and beauty, but I fell into helping people's business because like you, I'm tech savvy. I've got the experience. I've got the know-how. I've done it before and people want someone to help them. But it, I had to be honest and, and realize it wasn't my big passion. So now I'm pivoting again. And, and so really I'm led by like my own, like, what do I want to do? What's the biggest way I can do my thing in the world? And if I'm not doing that, you feel it, you know, you feel it in, um, your body, you know, you feel it. I was, I was like binge eating, I was stuffing down feelings. And I noticed this kind of stuff because I'm very aware of like my own person. <laughs> yeah. um, and I started to realize, you know, I, weren't, I wasn't happy. And so I knew I had to pivot again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's a worrying thing because you start to feel like, am I going to be just known as the girl who pivots all the time? And I'll never get known for like one big thing. And, and it, is, it, is, it is scary, but you also have, you're here to be happy in life as well, you know, and do the thing that really lights you up. And if it's not lighting you up, then you have to do something about it. I'm not, I'm sorry, I probably didn't even answer your question. I've just kind of like gone off on a little <laughs> Star World tangent. You kind of answered the question, yeah. So <laughs> when you don't pivot just because you want to pivot, you pivot because you're drawn to something new and you're maybe going back to the passion that you had originally. But you were very successful as a, you know, business strategist and helping people with technology and building up online business. What made you feel it was not, you know, you started to feel like not well or, you know, how do people know they're not on the right path? Yeah, it's a good question because there are little signs. And um, I think as humans, we're taught to like ignore them, you know, we're taught to ignore little uncomfortable signs like you know for me it tends to it's a kind of like a very very i'm not i'm a very joyous person so i can actually get excited about things that aren't crazily exciting to me just because that's just my personality so i have to be extra careful to pay attention to the little feelings and so for me it often shows up physically so it'll show up in i'll start i'll stop putting weight on for example i'll start i'll be like and i'll start craving like foods that are really bad for me and Seeing as I'm in nutrition, <laughs> you know, that's like a big red flag for me because I know, you know, intellectually and also how I feel, you know, that these foods are not doing me any good, but I'll start wanting them and I'll start getting lazy and I'll start, um, I'll stop doing other things that I find enjoyable. I'll, I'll feel like I'm not as visible with my work. You know, I'm almost like trying to shrink and hide myself. I start to like go into a kind of like intellectual hibernation, I guess. And so for me, that's how it shows up. But it's it's the little signs. You know, everyone has bad days. It, I mean, it's like, a, it's like a marriage, you know, your business is like a marriage. You have bad days where you can't stand the other person or for the 10th time you've picked up after them that day and they're starting to drive you nuts. But that's not a problem. It's when it's like feeling like that all the time, that's when there's an issue. So it's really good to pay attention, to think of it like a marriage, like, if this was a friendship or a relationship, would I put up with feeling like this on an ongoing basis? You know, and, and for me, it's like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> and so that's when I know it's time for me to, to make a change. Not necessarily a change, but just like, I'm not in alignment with what I'm doing. Um, it's not like I go, da-da, time for a new business. It's more like, mm, what I'm doing right now, it's, it's great and I'm really helping people and I'm earning loads of money doing it and it's, it's good fun most of the time. However, I, there's, an, uh, there's an underlying feeling like this isn't the work I'm really on this planet to do. <laughs> yeah, you're not following your purpose. Yeah. But what do you say? You, you, you said a little hint before, you don't want to be known as the woman who's constantly pivoting and we know... I know you're not that type of person. I know you well enough that it's not that. 
but there are people out there that are constantly changing their mind. So how do we know the difference between pivoting to your true purpose or to your passion versus a person who is just constantly changing because things don't work out? Yeah, it's a very good question because that is quite common. And, you know, the only analogy I can make is like the difference between having one night stands and a committed relationship. You know, just because you enter a relationship doesn't mean you have to be in it forever till you both die. You know, but you can commit in the meantime and see and, and choose to grow with it and see what it evolves to and then decide later, hey, this is not for me. But with one night stands, you're never really going to get a flavor of what it's like to to grow and evolve because you just flip too quickly. You know, it's literally one night. You know, And I see people do this with business all the time now because they really haven't looked. A lot of people do it because they see what's popular, even though it doesn't suit their skill set. And I see this an awful lot in the online world. You see people who are like, oh, I'm really passionate about essentials or I'm really passionate about running or I'm really passionate about knitting or something. But then they believe that they can't make money doing it or have a business out of it. So then they'll go, well, I'm just going to become a life coach, you know, or something that seems easier and seems popular and easy to sell. And, you know, I think some of these training colleges don't help because they push this idea of like, oh, you can just do this and make millions like instantly just no business does that. <laughs> and the more saturated the market is, obviously the harder it can be to even make any money in that business at all. And unless you're super passionate and, and niched in with it. Um, so I think some of it is just flightiness of following trends. Was it was it Chanel who said, you know, um, to, to be stylish rather than fashionable? Like fa- to be fashionable is to follow trends and just jump on the new thing, whereas to be stylish is classic and lasts forever. And I think in business, you do have to be honest with yourself and be like, is that a business I'm genuinely good at? You know, am I genuinely, you know, can I come from like being, doing nothing other than, I don't know, working in an office or something and then become like a business strategist for seven figure women? You know, no, you need to learn that skill. And any business involves you having that skill set in the first place. And I see when people pivot quickly like this, which isn't really a true pivot, it's like, bouncing around, you know, not really finding what you, you do yet. It's, it's one, you're not being honest about your true skill set and what you're actually good at. And the second one is uh, they think business is just doing the thing and they forget that like sometimes with business, 90% of your business is marketing and they'll come into it and go, I don't like marketing and selling. Well, you're not going to have a good business if you don't learn to market and sell yourself. That's, that's just, let's just get that out there now. <laughs> <laughs> it's you've got to do marketing and selling you have to it's 100 percent, you know a given it's, it's imperative that you do it and so i see those two problems like someone comes into a, a trendy business thinking they can do it because it's a trend and they don't have to do any marketing and they don't even have the skill set behind them to do that business in the first place and so they just hop around looking for the next trend and you know sit down and do an audit on your skill set honestly you know and and then learn to market yourself and you won't have to keep jumping around. <laughs> yeah. Stick and then with you something. Can, and then you can create a business from your passion like you are doing. Mm. So you're basically leaving a lucrative business behind, which we know business coaching is, but it's not your passion. No. And you're going back to your passion. So tell us about your new venture. I'm super excited. <laughs> well, do you know, it's actually two ventures, really. I'm actually launching two businesses, but they're kind of linked so um, it's the facelift diet, which is uh, anti-aging, rejuvenation, nutrition. 
So that is me doing my skill set in the world. I've got books that I'm writing, courses like high-end, high-level services. Um, and, but then I also have a training arm, uh, the Academy of Beauty Nutrition. Um, I already have like 25 students in there already. And they are, I'm training them. So I want, beauty nutrition is quite, still kind of like a new science. So no one's really doing it. And so I want like other, you know, health coaches and nutritionists and beauty therapists to have this skill set to add in because we now know from the science that, you know, food is key when it comes to like how, you're, how you look on the outside. It's absolutely fundamental. And no one really knows a lot of this. There's a lot of science is still hidden. So I'm bringing that out and training the next gen next generation, I'm such a lazy speaker, the next generation <laughs> of nutritionists and health coaches to, and beauty nutritionists to be beauty nutritionists and face of diet coaches. So I have my cloned army around the world <laughs> putting my information out there. Yeah. So you didn't come up with this just yesterday. You no. know, this has been going on long Decades. before. So, so when, de- yeah, when did you have first the idea for this business that you're finally now bringing out to the world? <laughs> Um, well, I've always been doing like nutrition and skincare um, for as long as I can remember, since I was probably about 16 and I'm 41 now, so quite a long time. And I didn't really know where I was going to go with any of those businesses. But as you know, um, you know, the first thing that kind of took off for me was my skincare school, um, which is now owned and run by the awesome Lorraine. Um, so that's Formula Botanica. Anyone's budding skincare formulator, Formula Botanica is the place to be. And, you know, when I launched that initially, like many years ago, 2011, I think it was, um, that was, again, accumulation of of years and years and years and years of training. But at the same time as training in skincare, I was also training in nutrition for the whole time. So it's kind of like a 20 plus years of experience and research, putting things into practice. And it's ongoing. Like every day I find new research coming up to support my own philosophy around beauty nutrition so yeah it hasn't been something I came up with overnight but the the name came to me about seven years ago I think eight years ago yeah so I said it's trademark it's a registered trademark now it's because I'm like that's a really cool name I've got to jump on that and trademark it <laughs> and then I, I kind of like had the Facebook page that sat there unpublished for like six seven years or something <laughs> waiting just waiting for the right moment yeah and now the moment is right for you and you have yeah. these two arms so you're yeah. bringing out some books and basically mm-hmm. now you have all the experience of marketing a business, obviously, as I well. Do. So that is really helpful. Yeah. Um, what What is your vision for the facelift diet? Oh my gosh, Sigrun, where do I start? I've got like a list of crazy ideas, like all creative entrepreneurs do. You know, the list just keeps on growing. So the idea is that I want this new science of beauty nutrition to go global. You know, I want this to be an internationally recognized thing, you know, because at the moment, a lot of science is still hidden. People don't really understand, like, you know, there's a lot of people out there, doctors that will say, oh, nutrition's got nothing to do with your skin, when actually the science absolutely disagrees. (laughs) Um, So, you know, one of my missions is to get this out into the world because I see a lot of uh, women in the world giving in to like plastic surgery, like really, really young, like having Botox when they're 16. And we do live in a very visual, narcissistic world. I mean, we can't deny it, whatever our personal feelings are on vanity and narcissism. The fact is, this is what we live in now. So wouldn't it be nicer if our young women and young men who are getting onto Instagram and creating personal brands and things and becoming public figures, 
Wouldn't it be nice if they did it through healthy diet for their good looks rather than getting Botox and having poisonous toxic makeup put on them like an inch thick and fake tans, you know, and all this stuff they're doing to look good in front of the camera when actually we can do 90% of the work by what we put in and eat. And so that's like, that's kind of like the big philosophy, like the, the more spiritual side of my work, I guess. It's like, I just really want people to stop poisoning themselves for beauty. I want them to do it in a healthy way. And the healthy way actually works a lot better because you get to a certain age and, and facelifts just start to, they don't make you look young, they just make you look weird. <laughs> Whereas the beauty nutrition actually makes you glow, you know, it really, and it's, it's no it's no accident why top A-list celebrities go and do like things like juice detoxes and eat raw food, it's because it works. <laughs> so that's like my bigger mission to like really kind of like get this information out to the world to make it accessible for anyone to use. Um, from, you know, teenagers hitting Instagram for the first time to, you know, A-list Hollywood celebrities who are trying to delay going under under the knife for their careers. So that's really like the big aim. And, and so there's lots of offshoots. So I'm training people to come and be coaches all around the world. My books will be going out there. And um, obviously I'm going to be putting recipes and things on my blog for anyone to be able to use. And then there's, I've got ideas for products and all sorts. Yeah, there's, it just goes on and on, like world domination, <laughs> as usual. World domination, <laughs> nothing less, nothing less. Exactly. Obviously, yeah, you know from your past uh, businesses what it takes to, mm. to create that kind of influence. So you mentioned books a lot. So you're yeah. currently writing more than one book on the topic? Four. <laughs> four. <gasps> four books. Yeah. Why four books? There's just like a, um, I started mapping out the different aspects of what the face of diet entails and it can't all go in one book. It'd be too ginormous. So there's, there's more like one that's like the kind of overview of the dietary philosophy. And then there's going to be one book that's just purely the recipes, um, you know, and then I've got a couple of ideas. I'm still tightening up the ideas on the other two, but they just kind of like go more into like exacting plans and this kind of thing um, that people can follow. So a bit like the way Jason Vale, you know, does it, the Juice Master, you know, there's the overarching philosophy that you can follow and then there's different books for different things that you, you need at the time and recipe books, mm. of course. So you have some good role models also that have done something similar. Yeah, there's not, there's not many people that have done like a real big global like health brands but the ones that have I really you know closely I mean I really admire them and I've some of them I've been following since I was a child anyway because I'm interested in in that subject and um yeah and it's really good to be able to look up and see who are the people who are like way 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 up the ladder than me and you know and how are they like you know what are their ideas what are their plans you know so I'd like to have like my own retreat centers and things like this and like Jason Vale has, you know, I think that's really good to be able to create places and spaces and experiences for people, not just disseminate the information. Um, so, yeah. So what if I go to your website right now, if I send someone over to your website, of course, we'll include every all the links in the show notes. <laughs> what can you essentially buy right now? Do you have anything ready already? No, <laughs> there's nothing to buy. Nope. Well, only if you want to do training, then Academy of Beauty Nutrition has the Certificate of Beauty Nutrition, which is enrolling right now. But in, on the Face of Diet website, there's, yeah, it's brand new. So I'm still populating. Right now, I'm working with a content strategist to just get us to, to build the content side. You know, I, I mean, I've just sold my business academy, so I don't need to think about, you know, creating monetized products right now. So my mission right now, you know, for the next, you know, space of time, with the next kind of like a couple of months, is just like 
Uh, let's get this information out. Let's get recipes up for people to yeah. try. Let's get the science. Uh, I'm going to. I'm obviously distilling the science down to easy bite-sized chunks. Pardon the pun. And you know, just get this information growing and getting out there so people can make use of it. So there's not much there. There's like four blog posts, I think. <laughs> it's a bit oh yeah. Sad. Well, we can go. We we'll go ahead and read. Yeah, you can go. You can go ahead. On your yeah. Newsletter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The newsletter's got. Um, there's some about three or four freebies actually that people can get as well. So uh, there's the, the best one is um, the ten the ten facelift fruits you should be including in your diet. So that's a really useful one to get started with. Perfect. Well, that's <laughs> that's why this is a perfect time to have this talk about pivot because. I often talked, I've talked to several entrepreneurs on the podcast who have pivoted, but they're already kind of, the business has taken off. Mm. But talking to someone who is in the middle of a pivot like <laughs> you, you've just sold a business again. Yeah. That's another thing to ask you about. Mm. Because too many people think when you're a solopreneur and maybe you have built something and you're known under that, your name, can you sell it? Yeah, um, you can. Yes, absolutely. I've done it twice. <laughs> Exactly. I knew the answer. Yeah, yeah. You've got insider info, secret. Yeah. But yes, of course you can. I mean, the thing is, it's like to have an exit strategy, you know, and, and this and this can take planning both times. My exit strategy has taken 12 months. You know, selling a business is not something you can just, it's not like selling your secondhand car. You know, you can't just throw up an advert and someone comes along next week and buys it. It's not like that at all. It's quite a big thing. Um, so many variables and moving parts and whatnot. Um, so, so what I've done is I have an exit strategy and uh, you first of all, as part of that exit strategy, I start removing the meanness from the business. So the business can stand alone without me. And, and that takes time to do. So, you know, way early in the beginning, a lot of my videos were like talking heads of me. You know, hi, I'm Star and this is what I do and follow along. I had to change all of those. So it's been a process of like, Every new course I made has been more of a slideshow walkthrough, like lecture rather than me gabbing on, like rapping and making weird animal faces and all the weird stuff I do on screen. Um, <laughs> it's been, it's, it's, so I've, I've kind of removed myself a lot from the training. It's still the same knowledge, but it's just not got my mouth attached to it. You know, so there is, there's a process of taking the me out of the business so the business could stand alone as its own thing and then you sell it you know then you put it together your your acquisition your your purchase kind of uh dockets you know with the making it all look attractive with the financials and everything you know if anyone needs any help with that i've done it twice so i'm, I'm more than happy to to help anyone with this kind of stuff because it is a little bit tricky but it, it's not it is possible and there are people out there that tell you that it isn't i i was told that it wouldn't be possible. If you go to a business agent, they'll tell you it's just a website because mm. they don't understand. They're used to selling restaurants and companies. Um, but don't listen to people like that. It, it's completely possible. You just need someone who's done it before and, it's, and a good exit strategy that works. Yeah. 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 Same happened with a client of mine. She was told that a business could not be sold and <laughs> we still sold it. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. I think it's an inspiration that you can take a business that has been under your name. Yeah. Take, remove yourself, mm -hmm. let's say, with a 12-month strategy. And typically you sell it to an insider, you know, yeah. someone that has, has bought something from you and loves what you do. Or at least, you know, in most cases, you actually know the buyer, even if you think you don't know them. Yes, absolutely right. Because it's hard to sell that kind of business for, to a complete stranger. Both times, mine have ended up being my own clients that have bought mine, you know, which I didn't expect. But, you know, I did reach out to other people in the industry 
um, you know, who I felt would be suitable. Because it's important when you built your baby, you you need to know that your members, you know, your clients are going to be taken care of in the same way that you did it. So you have to hand pick your buyer. But it's not as hard as you think. It's not easy, but it's not like so difficult you, you can't do it. Yeah, and it's better than just closing it down. Oh yeah, uh, then you have funds for your next venture. Exactly, and you know, businesses are valuable. If it's making profit and earning money, and and it's showing growth, you can you can sell it for a decent sum of money. I mean, I'm bound by both different contracts and different sales. Not to say how much yeah. I sold them for, so I can't say. But you know, it's it's I'm happy. <laughs> You're happy. I'm happy, and that's 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 the key. And I'm excited to see the facelift diet take off. Seeing your vision of everyone realize how much nutrition affects beauty, and uh, before we know it, we're gonna see star all over the internet with her facelift diet. Yes, and on TV, and on TV too, <laughs> of course. Thank you for coming on the show, Star. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And thank you about sharing the pivot and how to sell your business to actually be able to pivot. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thank you, Sigrun. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 102. There, you'll also find links to Star plus show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give this show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.